shout out to Defeater. Ooh, woo. Hi, my name is Jeffrey Patron, and you might notice that today's episode sounds a little bit different. And that's because, well, it is. Today's a very special episode that I recorded with friend of the show and Ronnie's manager, my mom. And also, I basically recorded all of this off of my phone. The pre-show was recorded while driving, so I apologize for that. But, you know, I feel like this episode's going to have a rustic charm of getting to listen to my mom and me talk about uh, one of our favorite shows, Fargo, Season 2, Episode 1, opening the DVD to get the name of it, Waiting for Dutch. Of course, that is a reference to uh, our dearest enemy... Our dearest zombified friend, Ronnie Reagan. Please clap. But, yeah, here is the episode. It's basically going to be unedited. Unedited. Can't talk today. But, yeah, tomorrow, or today, conversely, when the episode is dropping, is when the latest season of Fargo premieres. Starring Chris Rock, along with people like Jason Schwartzman, Timothy Oliphante, just a real great cast. But then again, Fargo, almost always, if not every season, at least to me, has had a great ensemble cast. Season 2 is no exception. You have Patrick Wilson, you have Kirsten Dunst, you have Jesse Plemons, you even have... Ted Danson. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and here's the pre show. And we are recording. I am Jeffrey Patron of Cannabis Cocktails and Cinema Fame. Here is Ronnie, God damn it, Ronnie Alley's manager, who shall remain nameless. Thank you. Why are you like this? I don't know. We are in a moving vehicle going to an undisclosed location to get into a, a, a like a, a like a submarine, but it's like a like a Is it yellow? No. Why are you like Sorry. It's orange. Orange. Well, it's more like an amber. Okay. But most people call it yellow. Anyway, and that's why uh, stop signs. Um, today we're gonna talk. What are you doing? Do you the sign for the U turn. Did you see you could make a U turn and go to a store? You what didn't... store? I can't tell you the store. Okay. But the man that was in the road, it's his, that store. I'm so confused. Um, there was a man in the road. Do you want to tell us about the man in the well, road? Well, the sign said U-turn for the Trump store, okay? There was a man in the road holding a Trump sign on a highway. Adorable, Mom. This is a highway. Mom. Did you not know this is a highway? I did know this is a highway. In California, they would call it a freeway. 
think. Because they're a bunch of freeloaders. Anyway, but here's some free New, wisdom. New Jersey. Did you know Donald that. Trump? No, I didn't. I don't want to is... get political. And. Oh. What? Is a Trumpist? I don't know what that means. Okay, so Trumpism is um, another word for um, American fascism. Okay. Um, That's bad. I mean, it's got a better ring than Lindenburgism. Because then you'd be thinking about the baby, you know? Right, and that's really sad. Yeah. Um, the great thing about Lindenburg and his baby getting killed is that um, because of that, we forget the part where he was a giant fascist and he actually went and met Hitler um, and was potentially going to run. He actually did run for president, but, like, the reason Are his you? support collapsed was because of Pearl Harbor. And it's literally only because of Pearl Harbor that the support for Charles Lyndon Lindbergh as a fascist collapsed. Where was the trial? Where did it occur? For what? The baby. The baby? I don't know. I think in this town. What town are we in? Flemington, New Jersey. Was it in... Hold on. There was some trial. I'm trying to think. Okay, well... We'll get back to you. Okay. Was we'll it look this? it up. Was we'll look it up. We'll look it up. We don't have facts checkers on this show, Mom. Oh. Well, I'm very oh, wait, confused. Um, yeah. Don't. So you'll edit it out if I'm like remembering if I, Oh, no. If I, if, I, if I call you Mom, I'll edit that out because we can't have that information. Okay? We're okay. a podcast about personal responsibility okay okay we don't believe in nepotism <gasps> yes that would be terrible if your mother was on here so yeah okay so what are we wa I'm, we're I'm watching go we're four minutes or something we're three minutes i don't know we're four minutes into this four we're minutes. gonna talk about fargo which is coming out for a new season today but we're not talking about that although I'm might, very excited for the new season. I might record something with you because I really like the show. And I really like Chris Rock. I like Chris Rock, too. Chris Rock is not in this episode. Oh, that's a different... Yes. Uh, we're going to... So, Fargo, for those of you who don't know... Sorry. ...was a... Sorry. Um, sorry. Sorry. Um, sorry. Sorry. Is Ted Danson in this show? Ted Danson is in the episode you're going to watch. I knew it. But... No, I'm laughing because I, I'm I, I'm wondering if I should tell you about that time that Whoop, Whoopi Goldberg convinced oh, yeah. Ted Danson to wear blackface. I knew about that. Don't look we're, out the window. We're in rump country over here. Don't look out the window. Rump. Okay. Um. So. Fuck. What was I saying? You were talking about Ted Danson being in the okay, episode so of Fargo that Fargo, we're going to watch. We're watching, so Fargo started out, I think it's a 1996, or I'm forgetting what year it came out. It is a, it originally was a Coen Brothers movie, Ethan and Joel Cohen, um, Cohen, I don't know why I said it like that, but it's a quote-unquote true crime story, although it's not, it's, it's very fictional. 
but it's modeled after true crime stories and it kind of set up, sets up this kind of motif of this is a true story. Uh, the names of the victims have been changed, but um, it's an anthology show. Yes. Uh, each season kind of like there's some loose connections, but I think yes. by the time, I think the fourth season, I'm not sure how it's exactly going to connect to all the other ones. Um, although I am interested if there's any four to two connections, uh, because Kansas City is, Kansas City are featured in both, the Kansas City mob, although okay. they could be different kind of mobs, basically, because in the four seasons, there four seasons, there's multiple different kind of groups. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, season two is set in 1979 over the course of a few different, you know, locations. Um, not exactly Fargo, it's more, it's not, like, none so of this stuff is like... So why does Ted Danson talk like he's in Fargo? Well, it's, it's more like, I think they're based, like, out of Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. And North Dakota. Oh, yeah. But... Oh, it's, yeah. It's that general region yes. that's being played off of. And so, yeah, we're going to see the story of the can, the beginning of the story, uh, season two, episode one, should be in the title of Fargo season two. We got the Gerhards. Yes. We got the Kansas City outfit. Yes. And, um,. We got a butcher named Ed. Oh, as long as there's no butcher And Kirsten Dunst is in this, too. Oh, I'm so afraid. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I can't wait to watch it. Uh, Should we watch it now? Uh, this is normally the part of the episode where someone would say, well, I mean, we're driving. Oh, so we to, can't. to go to an undisclosed location to get into a submariner <laughs> yeah. to go to the well. Okay. A well. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, uh, this is... Well, Georgia. Uh, this is normally the part of the episode where someone cut in and be like, but you know what isn't going to a well... And then you, you would answer, and then I, the standard for me would then answer, products well, not necessarily services. me, but like, these fine products and services. Did I say it right? I think you did. Okay. So let's cut it to an ad, read by... Jerf. Jerf. Okay. Give me money! Demani didn't like that. We have to do it again. Demani. 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 Thought slime. Give me money. Give me money. Okay. Testing audio. One. Two. Three. Four. One. Two. Now, what if we talked at the same time? Okay, let's talk time, at the same time. 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 Is a matter of fact, it's gone and it can never come back. And time, time. is wasted time. all the time. Time. Tears, stupid tears, bring oh, me down. No. I don't know that. 
What's recording a podcast with stolen intros without the other people that I normally record the podcast with? My knee. Oh, sad. Why are you sad? Because the other people aren't here. They're busy, you know. And I'm here. You're here. And I just watched a show. What watch? I watched Fargo. Wow. Season two. You know, I'll tell you one. something. Oh, it was. It There's was a man in the road. Oh, yeah. It's kind of hilarious. It is uh, fortuitous that you would mention. Well, that there would be a man in the road. <gasps> oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's in the pre show. You're talking about that. Oh. Um, for the people in the audience, this was recorded several hours after the fact, but... Wow. Yeah. Um. I hope that man didn't get run over. I hope that man didn't get run over by Kirsten Dunst in a video game either. Um, and then killed by Todd in a video game. Uh, so this is, what is it? It's 2015, I think. And it's kind of... The next big role, I don't know why I'm going in directly to this, but I wanted to explain the Todd comment. So, Jesse Plemons, who plays the uh, Butcher character, previously had played, somewhat famously, It's it was kind of like his big role up to that point, a character by the name of Todd, not Todd Chavez from BoJack Horseman, I'm actually Todd, I'm forgetting it, uh, but he plays... A, uh, I don't know if he's necessarily a neo-Nazi, but his uncle is a neo-Nazi and is the leader of a neo-Nazi gang. Spoilers for Breaking Bad. Fuck. Oh. Um, well, not really. This is kind of just describing there are characters in the show that are these, and it's from the last season. Okay. And, which I know was, I don't think Ronnie's seen the last season, which... They're valid, right? They are. Very valid. Okay. Valid. Okay. Definitely. They're valid. Say it with me. They They're valid. valid. Okay. Good. We're halfway there. Okay. Whoa, oh, we're living on a prayer. But, um... I love Bon Jovi. I know you do. <laughs> we all have our flaws, but... Yes. He was known for playing this character, Todd, and this is... The show ends, Todd. I think, either... 2014 or 13, I'm forgetting, but this is kind of his next big role, and he basically was playing a sociopath, uh, like, just like, like, he seems nice, but he's not. This character is genuinely nice, but there's like this whole, spoilers for this show, but there's this but confusion there's thing because he's literally a butcher. Them. Well, and that real—it's not like there's. How do I say this? It's they, not like there's they something. They made a very bad choice. Wrong. No, they made bad choices, but that's kind of the thing of the show. It's normal people getting mixed up into like average people who find themselves mixed up in crime get over their heads, and then eventually kind of have a like not they this it becomes too much and they kind of get sucked in not into becoming a criminal necessarily, but. It's, it becomes a thing of they can't go back. And that's something that happens with this. They cannot go back. You see their life. This couple of Kirsten Dunst and 
uh, Jesse Clemens. I'm forgetting the characters' names. Uh, you see, like in real time, as they realize Ed. The character's name is Ed. I'm forgetting uh, the wife's name. Oh yeah, what was her? And I think Kirsten Dunst is amazing in the show. Han. Okay, please stop. Um, Oh, Han. Stop it. Um, You see them in real time, basically, like, oh, our lives are... Like, they had plans. They had things they wanted to do. And you see... Just this realization hitting them of just like, none of that, all of your plans, they're gone. Everything that you've known about your life, it's going to be different. And anyway, but I don't think they're necessarily bad people. Although I do think there's this like kind of like detachment delusion element that they have. But that's just kind of almost a manifestation of this disillusionment that was sweeping the country in the late 1970s post like Jimmy Carter right before Reagan comes in like Reagan's campaigning um yeah but I do think it's interesting that this is his next big role um Kirsten Dunst of course amazing it's it there's so many great people in the show there's so many things to talk about with this cast is incredible and you you haven't seen Raquel Keller uh, you've seen, I'm forgetting his name, but m- the guy who plays Mike Milligan is one of the best people in the show. Mm-hmm. And he's in, I think he's in the scene at the end with the Kansas City guy. Like you see his afro. Oh yeah, you do see him. But he doesn't say anything. No. And he's one of the best characters in the season. Yeah. And there there's this element to this kind of show, and it's somewhat true of actual crime things, where, like, you have these things of, like, you have these conflicts start, and then it's just like, well, this guy was supposed to do this, but then he got killed in an unrelated thing in a video game, etc., etc., and so forth. Uh, What I find interesting is you start this with these very clear chess pieces, like, you have, like, before the conflict even starts, you have the head of one of the crime families just fall off the board. Not dead, just off the, just kind of tilting. That would be the head of the Gerhardt crime family. Otto. 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 I do, he is in the show, but like, he only has like two lines of dialogue. Yeah, because he has he a can't stroke. Talk. He has a stroke, and no one called the Bondulance, I don't think. No, they didn't. That they was did. weird. Because well, they're a crime family, Mom. Okay. I Although think they might have. They might have. I don't she know. She said, "Call a doctor." I th- something might. I'm just making a joke yeah. that you don't see them do anything. But besides the cast, what I did want to mention is the music in this show is very oh, good. Oh, it's amazing. And specifically, this is the season that has the um the Tweety song in it. I can't wait for that. Well, for you're not episode. gonna. We're not going to watch that episode. I know, but maybe I could watch it another day. I can just play you the song. It's a short... This is so good. Fargo's so It is. Good. And the show's coming back tomorrow. I, th- I can't I think wait. its name's... The, the song's originally by, I believe it's Jose... Cuervo? No, not Jose. Felino? Oh, okay. I don't remember. Anyway, it's called Let's Find Each Other Tonight. It's actually a song that's... So the guy himself was featured in the movie Fargo playing the song at, like, a concert, like, 
it's kind of like like a nightclub kind of concert like this yeah. weird kind of environment for the 1990s but it's north dakota so like they're not how do i say this i forget who described that part of the country as this but it's almost like and i'm kind of not even describing it correctly but they described it almost as like an american siberia like it just it's so cold it's not siberia but it's basically it does get pretty cold there don't aren't exactly on the same pace as they are with um which that's one interpretation i don't think that's necessarily true but it is interesting when you have these like this odd the new mixed in with what's still remaining of the old mm-hmm. and yeah what what are your thoughts on this show it's it really is uh i love it it's and it's it's a bit violent it's yes there's and even in this episode there were moments when i couldn't watch now granted there are things that even i flinch at yeah. But they're less how do I say this? Um The thing with like Rise spoiler, uh Death, mm-hmm. who is the youngest son, and uh Colkin, of course. Um that made no sense, but uh one of the characters is played by Kieran Colkin. Does a very excellent job. Not as excellent as he does on a show like Secession, but still marvelous performance with this kind of show he's only in this episode really has a very small role but he very much sets the tone of this and i just love this jumping a little bit ahead again because i can't help myself one of the things the kansas city people do is what if we try and go after rye like to like flip yeah, him to as like him. but he's been dead this he's entire fine. time yeah um which i just think i just love those little kind of miscommunications but his death scene is hard to watch because it's kind of thing where it's partially an element of like i don't necessarily know if that's the way that scene i think it's, it, it's slightly contrived that the scene goes that way contrived isn't even the best wording of it but it's just like there's no communication but i also understand why neither of them and you have one person who's you have one person who's in so many layers of shock who's bleeding out who's probably going to drop dead in the next five seconds Mm -hmm. you have someone who's who just found out oh wait wait you hit a you hit a deer you hit a Honey, why is there a man in the garage? And you just have these... terrifying. Um, I do think it's kind of odd that, like, he goes, he turns, hits his wife in the face. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Sorry, hon. It's the 1970s. Men hit their wives back then. Ah. No, but he thought there was another... I, I don't think he thought... I think he was... He was probably, like, in a state of shock and was just, like... Oh, yeah, he was... He heard a voice and he, like... It's a thing of just, like, you did not expect someone to be there with a knife. Right. Like, you did not expect someone to be there. You did not expect someone to be there with a knife. Yeah. And you definitely did not expect them to just try and stab you. Um... Yeah, that, that was... 
that one scene was a lot, but it's a great show. It is. The implication of the uh, the light thing, there's this whole running oh, motif yeah. with, like, aliens. Yes. Yeah. I'm not sure if you remembered that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is strange. That is a little... Because yeah. one of the sons ends up at the final shooting, like, shootout. I hate describing it like that. But this, like, big climactic, it's not where the show ends, but... Mm -hmm. At um, the hotel. The Motel. Sioux Falls thing. It's kind of... It's this weird thing where you have this crime family show... Like, <laughs> a bunch of police are staying at this motel to go to... If I'm remembering it correctly, to go and find... I think Jeffrey Donovan's character and the other people. But then the Gerhards show up and just start massacring a bunch of cops. Then I don't even think you hear this character's name, but Hansi, who is the um, the indigenous Indian. member, yeah, the okay. Native American, uh, who's played by Zane, I am forgetting his last name, who's one of the best parts of the show. And it goes back to a point to finish that point. Uh, you have these things where you have all these pieces on a board and slowly you just have them get taken off to where probably at the end um, the two most important people are people that barely speak in the first episode. Hansi and Mike Milligan are the two winners of the season. Oh. If you had to describe it like that. Mike Milligan gets a giant promotion and then Hansi goes off to basically make his own Fargo mob before he ultimately is um, killed, I think is the implication, in season one hmm. of Fargo by Billy Bob Thornton's character, who you oh, did yes. see a little bit of. Yes, I um, did. I love the implication that he's somehow Satan. <laughs> but you know what's also somehow Satan? What's that? Our friends recommending that you, I don't know, join our Patreon and recommend us and stuff. Here are some clips of the others because it wouldn't be an episode of Cannabis Cocktails <clears throat> and Cinema without the uh, three NB Amigos. That was a horror. There's an E, Amigo, Amigo Away. I'm sorry, Ronnie, and anyone who speaks Spanish. I'm just, I'm sorry to basically everyone. It's not a product. Not a service? Not a service either, I'm sorry. Okay. How's it spelled in the Spanish way? With an F. Oh. That makes sense. <laughs> you know, how it makes sense. Hey, don't, don't knock my stupid ph i'll die hard on like i'll just die with because i'm an american i'll unnecessarily attach myself to things that aren't relevant <laughs> or like maybe even like a, a thing saying to join our patreon who can say join our patreon tell them your processor it's bad it's an amd fx right do it patreon.com forward slash cc and c
I can see the future. Oh, fuck. If you want to, uh, if you think this is a good podcast, you should either rate us or hit the recommend button on your podcast aggregator of choice. Yeah. And if you're podcast aggregator choice doesn't have one of those just go over to itunes and like give us five stars or download overcast and hit the recommend button it's not that hard we love you you're valid i don't and... think we love everyone yeah. what wishing this recording was over my ronnie's manager what? okay uh, so yeah, this is a very good show. Uh, the two most imp- my two favorite characters basically of the season really don't do anything in this episode. It starts off with this really cool montage putting you mentally in the place of the late 1970s, this disillusionment in America that I think is also represented by my third favorite character, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. I was wondering when you were going to get to Nick Offerman. I love him. Wow. He's, he's ba- I, I was think, I don't know if this that. is true. He's not in the show that much, but he shows up later completely drunk. He's awesome. He, show- he goes into a police station completely drunk to defend Ed, and then is like Ed. he just he stumbles out. And a bunch of Gerhards there with guns to be like, we want to get that guy. And he's just like, and runs back inside. I made a face, folks in the audience. <laughs> um, yeah, Nick Offerman, he's, he is. Um, 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 he's really good in this. And I don't. I don't know if I would hate that guy. I don't know if I would hate Carl. You know? How could you hate Carl? I don't... No, just like how he is as a person. Like, the stuff that he's talking about, he could be like... As the kids say, based. Or as the kids say, cringe. And it's hard to say. Because he is like... Oh, just a little break it at the Watergate Hotel. (laughs) He's so... I Such thought... an annoying character. No, he's so... He's annoying in, like, the most endearing way, I think. Yeah, I don't... I don't think he's cringe. The kids would not say he's cringe. Who can say? Watch after use. Read label direction. That looks like it's not what it's supposed to be. That's whiskey. Okay. That's whiskey. That's what people say. You know what would be odd? What would be odd? If if by by driving in a car, yeah. We've somehow alerted the theons to our location because we've been in hiding. Okay. So like if the theons ever like showed up here, that would be bad, right? Right. Bad. Okay. Um, not sure why. I, I these things just kind of you know. But yeah, do you have anything you'd like to say to future Ronnie and future Malachi? Uh, I highly recommend Fargo. It's Noah Hawley is amazing. Okay, and 
And Are you excited for season four? Yes, I'm very excited. The characters are amazing. They have such a great cast. And, and when do you think there's going to be a Fargo and Beehive Mind season set in Michigan? Oh, take a Michigander at this end, B.A. <laughs> I have no idea what you just said. Take a Michigander at this end, B.A. That's actually very Midwestern of you. You know, I, uh, I was visiting a friend down in Duluth. And I uh, thought I'd uh, take, a, you know, a trip down to uh, Kansas City. But, uh, you know, the, the captain, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't in. So I uh, had to go uh, to uh, Kenosha. Fuck! God damn it! <laughs> it's the only Wisconsin name I can think of. What about Traverse City? They've got great That's not, that's in Michigan. Whisk- oh. What's... Oh, uh, you know, um, um, Milwaukee, yeah. Oh, Milwaukee. Uh, but then I uh went up to uh Traverse City. I apologize to anyone. Uh, I I continuing the apology tour. Mike Milligan and the Kitchen Brothers. <sighs> I am not a crook. I'm sad we didn't get to see Ronnie Reagan. He in this episode, Bruce but we Campbell, did get to see Bruce Jimmy Campbell Carter. is so good playing a man who should not be president. Although in, we almost get to see Ronnie Reagan. Well, it, at that, it, it it's more of this kind of. I do think it's interesting that, that you know you do have these allusions to Ronald Reagan throughout because it's this looming. Thing on the horizon looking back, but no one there would know about it, and that's what I like about the like things that are set in the set, like in these random years, right in these little quiet moments, you know, before these big when you had like take it in, um, totality. It's really no, no. Okay. You're laying it on too thick, kid. Okay. Care for a sip of whiskey? Sure. You betcha. You betcha. Shots. You betcha. I I, um, I had a joke, a threat, really, that I was going to take a shot every time someone said, you betcha. Uh, But no one said, you betcha. But then I was just like, I probably should have said, okay, then. Because there's a scene where it's just like every other sentence is, okay, then. Okay, then. Okay, then. Shot. Okay, then. Shot. Okay then. And then the scene is replayed. Okay then. Shot. Okay then. Shot. Okay then. I'll be over for uh, eight at six. Six. Okay then. Shot. Shot. Yes. We are drinking Jura Superstition. Yes. uh, Which is a lightly peated expression. Yes. I think it pairs rather Just nicely. It recalls peat for me. It recalls elements of like Christmas cake, you know? And I don't there's something about this season that does have more of like a Christmassy vibe. Mm-hmm. Not quite I don't know how to describe it, but like It could be because it's so damn cold there. Possibly. I mean all of the seasons could be. I think some episodes are set at and Christmas. They do show snow. I mean there's snow in basically all of them. Yeah seasons but yeah 
Oh yeah. I really don't have much to add. I, I just had to burp. Um, That's disgusting. You know what's great about this episode? Is that it's a very special episode. So we don't need to edit this. Um, who's the editor? Who who edits these podcasts normally? Jerf. Who's Jerf? I don't know. Who's Jerf? I'm get. Do you have anything to add about Fargo? I, I'm getting a note. Yes. That says. What does that say? Cuban link. No, it says Jerf. What, Mom? Oh. You're a terrible manager. You're fired. Okay, fire me. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to edit this episode. I just want it to be loose so we can drop it like a goose tomorrow. I might trim out some stuff, sure. Yeah. Fine. No. You might. I'm probably not. Probably everything I've said. I don't want to. That's the thing. I'd okay. like to like lower the audio a little, okay. so it's not like booming, you know. Yeah, I do. But I, I also don't care, loud. and I don't want to. Okay, that's fine with me. I love how this episode has turned into, you know, editing these episodes <sighs> and burping, editing the these episodes and burping. Do you that's, do anything? else besides burp? I mean, there's normally other people here. So they burp too? Sometimes they do. Wow. Um, it's an MB Street Gang. Okay. You know, we show up and we're just like, when you're a jet, you're a jet till I forgot all the lyrics. Okay, that's beautiful. Or, or we show up and we're just like, you, you know that shark knife? With so, are teeth. you excited about season four? I'm really excited. I know there is... Spoiler alert. It's it's in a trailer. Uh, there's a thing where Chris Rock is in a car with a bunch of other people. And they drive over a body. <gasps> it seems. And then they reverse it, drive over it again. I'm wondering who gets killed off in the first episode. So basically, oh, no. because there's kind of a, th a motif in the show. It's not. Oh, that every here. first episode is. Well, not exactly that. There's like, there's a death that kind of like in the first season that there is the, the police chief is the killed. Yeah. By Billy Bob Thornton. Notorious murder of cops. Yeah. Billy Bob. <laughs> Fuck. I can't. Notorious cop murderer, Billy Bob Thornton. Huh. Um, that was a joke in Minecraft. But, this season it starts off with somewhat of a twist, with not the immediate murder of, but it does kind of start off with, like, you have more of, like, a POV kind of character who then is killed off, and then it shifts to this widening ensemble cast so like you generally see a lot of these characters through that person's lens right it's not always the case mm -hmm. but in this it's more so like the case because you do very much have like a lot of things shown from rice perspective before really 
shifts off. But, which is kind of partially why some characters are so intimidating and terrifying in this, and then they don't tend to be as much. Like, you have this built-up kind of thing of just, like, well, his name's Bear, and whatnot. But, <laughs> what you have further along is just this odd thing in Season 3. I'm forgetting... I'm not going to be able I don't to remember who the season cool. 3 is. Um but that's kind of the idea of it and so you do have Timothy Olyphante. I don't know if that's how you say his name. I just That's okay. It's fine. Olyphante. Um so I don't know if he gets killed would not surprise me because he's like listed all the way on the bottom of the credits. There's also Jason Schwartzman's character. I don't know how big of a role he's necessarily... Like, he could be one of the big people in the show. He might not be. I thought the guy with the curly hair was going to be a big part of the... The guy doing the presentation. Uh-huh. I thought he was going to be a big part of the show. He gets his fucking head caught off. Oh, boy. What about Chris Rock? Will he be a big part? I'm assuming, like, he's a big actor. You, you're not going to waste Chris Rock. Okay. Was Chris Rock, did Chris Rock drive over Chris Rock? Comment below. <laughs> I mean, by the time this did. comes out, the episode still won't be out. We're just kind of speculating because yeah. we really like Fargo. We really like Noah Hawley. I'm really into, like, I mean, right now my phone, which I normally, I normally record through my phone. But this isn't, in, this is just like a phone recording, so I once again apologize for the audio. But Legion is definitely one of my favorite shows. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. Hopefully this season of Fargo doesn't disappear up its own na navel. Uh, <laughs> I know it, it is, it's kind of pretentious, like, fucking aliens, bro. But... Yeah, I could do without the aliens, but that's my the only... The funny thing is, in the in season three, you do have this return of... Uh, you see the incident, I think it's like a film about Sioux Falls, or a documentary about the incident, mm -hmm. playing on one of the characters' TVs, uh, which is interesting, but you know what's even more interesting... What's that? Ending the episode! Woohoo! And me! Woohoo! Somebody kill me in a video game. I wanna die in a video game. Okay. Well, I highly recommend Fargo. Okay. How many you betches out of okay then do you oh, give it? Oh, you betcha. Okay then. Okay then. Okay. So yeah, how was your how's your how was this? How did you enjoy being a guest? I uh, would you like to come back? I Ronnie and Malachi, would you like to have my mom back in a more constructive gonna say no. Um Absolutely fuck, this is not. a special episode, so we gotta give a lesson to the kids. Fuck, what should 
What does Cannabis Cocktails and Cinema have to tell the kids today? Don't um, do it. Do school stay in drugs? Okay. Wait, fuck. Um, um. Something like that. Orange. Orange. This bit was funny. <laughs>